Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Most people, when they hear the word intimacy, they immediately think of intimacy with another. Today, we're going to reimagine intimacy. And although when we hear the word intimacy, we usually think of two, today we're going to be discussing intimacy in its truest form, which is intimacy of self or relationship with self. What I have found to be true is that we can only experience a level of intimacy with an other that we have with ourselves. So if you are seeking or yearning for deeper intimacy in your life, chances are you're being called on to have deeper intimacy within yourself. Once we understand this, we can experience more love, acceptance, and knowingness of ourselves that can propel us further along our path. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? You know, I think your audience is really going to enjoy this session, Karen. This is something that, this is one of those topics that you really wish that you know, grade school, high school, college, everybody at all levels would have the opportunity to talk about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with your opening, all I could think of is, are we truly capable of falling in love with ourselves? Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? And what does that feel like? And is, is, you know, how does that fit in our society? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it seems in so many cases, one of our biggest challenges is relationships. Mm -hmm. But I never think about the -hmm. relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, it's all about relationship with self. Because really, ultimately, that is what it is about. Like the whole pie, so to speak. (laughs) The The whole 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 pie. The whole pie. pie. Where did pie come from? I don't know, but it's awesome (laughs) because I love pie. Um, so, yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, before we can even fall in love with ourselves, which is, I think a stretch for most people, they can't even go there. So I would say that for, for most of us, it's even just accepting ourselves is step one. Yes. To see with, see and accept self. That's the biggest challenge. Because um, for whatever reason, we have difficulty with that. And uh, there are things that we don't like about ourselves, there are things that we judge about ourselves. Uh, there are things that we don't want to be responsible for. Uh, so it's difficult to even really totally see ourselves and accept ourselves. So that's, I think, the first step. The falling in love is a black belt maneuver. <laughs> Let's call it that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and I, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about because, uh, you know, I, I think about... in. The typical relationship, I'm looking for someone to help complete me. That's correct. I'm looking for someone to love Mm -hmm. and that, uh, you know, that it's a two-way situation. So I'm always looking outward. Exactly. For this love Mm -hmm. that really can be quite fulfilling. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, the question I think you raise is, what do I bring to the table? And not even to that person. I mean, before you even get to the other person is what do you bring to the table for yourself? Yeah. Because really, if you can't experience love within self, it's really difficult to clearly give love to someone else without a hook attached to it because you want something from them. And what you want is love, attention, uh, energy, whatever it is. I want you to complete me. I want you to complete me. Please. <laughs> but, but isn't that just very, very typical? Yeah, and it's also very yeah. much uh, entrenched by our media and the stories and the things yeah. that we see in the movies about like finding your one true love, living happily ever after. Someone completes you. It's in our songs, yeah. having someone complete yeah. you. Well, I mean, no one's ever going to really complete you. You need to complete yourself. Because ultimately, if we are complete in and of ourselves, then someone can come in and then you can love each other from a space of not needing the other person to fulfill something that it almost seems unfair to burden someone with, really. Then it's a joyful giving. It's a joyful, we get to experience loving each other because it's really joyful and fun, but it's not because I need it from you. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do to manipulate, cajole, whatever to get from you, or even just try to get, all right, or need. So it's really freeing in, um, in relationship with other to first have this completion within self, because then you, when you do go into a relationship with someone else, it's at a much higher level, because now both people are coming from a space of joyfulness, of like, I get to love you, and I get to receive love from you, but if I don't, it's okay. It's truly okay, because I have that within myself. I love myself, I recognize my own worth, I recognize my own beauty, I recognize what I bring, I recognize all that stuff, and I love all of this. And it's not, again, about a comparison to anyone else, I'm not no. better than, I just recognize this for who no. I am. My own brilliance, my own magnificence of who I am in the world. And that in itself is really liberating. Mm. So. Just to give you an example, I mean, you know, I've been married to Chris for almost 20 years now, which is a very long time and a very short time. And what I'll say is, you know, for a long time, I would, um, we have these things where we often adventure on our own. Like he'll go off and go on a motorcycle venture or I'll go do my own adventure or whatever. And at first, in the young part of my relationship, I wouldn't have allowed that really, because um, not allowed him, but allowed even me to have that, because I would have thought, oh, we have to do everything together, because we complete each other, right? That's our thing, we always do things together. And then, so the first step for me was, okay, let's adventure and have different stories and different experiences on our own that are fulfilling and enriching for each of us. So when we come together, we're with richer versions of ourselves. And then the real liberation for me was when he went on an adventure and I would always call him or text him and say, how are you doing and stuff? And like, I'm worried about you and or I want to check in, especially if it's on a motorcycle, right? And riding in the middle of, I don't know where. And then one, one time um, after receiving frequency work, he went off on his own and I didn't text him and I didn't call him because I didn't need to. And I thought to myself, wow, this is liberation because I've liberated him from needing to like, take care of me. Right? He's off having his adventure. Like he's ex- exploring and doing his own thing and he's having a great time. And it doesn't mean he doesn't love me, it means he's adventuring, right? he's having an experience. And I don't need to like, try to pull him towards me. I don't need him in that way. So for me, that's liberating because 
I love him and I don't need him in that way. So it's a real, it's a sweetness to it and allows both of us to be free. It's really amazing. So when you talk about liberation, mm -hmm. you know, it's not only a liberation of self, mm -hmm. but it's a liberation and an allowance for the other person. Yeah. And let, let me try something here, okay? Sure, go for it. So, you know, I, the discussion about you've got this person, yeah. you've got this person, yeah. and they come together, yeah. and it's almost like there's a third. Yes. Yes, a third is created because you're masterminding. Third, like yes. a third field of energy. Mm -hmm. So now if this person is at peace mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. and this person's at peace, I can't imagine how wonderful that third. Yeah, the mastermind. Is, mastermind. You know, I mean, you've just elevated the whole concept of relationships mm -hmm. tremendously. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, I always feel like in part, you know, our culture is so about an other. Yeah. Other, other, yeah. other, like it's all external. And the thing is, we'll never find peace because we'll always be reliant on someone else to make us happy. Is that really fair? To put our happiness it's on quite, it, it someone else? It can turn else? into a burden, quite a burden. Well, because, exactly. And oh my, every day I have to be concerned about whether or not you're happy. And can you truly make me happy? And can, can I go, can I just go about my day? Just, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, get back here. <laughs> exactly. But my other question is, can someone else truly make you happy? Can, can they? Because the thing is, if you can't make yourself happy, if you don't have uh, your owner's own sense of happiness. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't have days where you feel crappy yeah. and you don't feel like yeah. yeah. human. It, it's wonderful to be together. But what you're saying yeah. is, oh my God, I cannot be happy unless you're, hey, yeah. get back here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And if you can't be happy on your own, chances are mm. it's going to be hard for someone else to truly make you happy once yeah. the chemistry wears off and all that thing. And is yeah. it really true yeah. happiness or is it one of need? Is the relationship now turning into something else that is not really about each person being fully in, embodied and empowered on their own right, coming from a place of strength? And what I see often with people is when, they're, when they are not complete and in themselves and happy in themselves. They want to merge into someone else. And oftentimes it's about control. They want to control the other. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic to see. It's not only in intimate partners, it, between lovers I mean. It also can happen between you know, parent and child, you know, mm. mother and yeah. child or yeah. mother and child, whatever. So yeah. intimacy, I mean emotional intimacy, is not just between lovers. No. I mean, this is close friends, whomever, right? Yeah. So the more that we can accept ourselves, love ourselves, and then eventually, yeah. eventually love ourselves, yeah. because that's a big stretch. Right? Yeah. So um, know ourselves, accept ourselves, eventually love ourselves mm. in our beingness, then we truly free ourselves and others. That's the key. So, you know, I'm curious. So you've got these two people. Yeah. And let's say they've grown apart mm -hmm. and it's time for them to you know just mm -hmm. be at peace with that and to allow each other their journeys mm -hmm. do you find sometimes that you know as they separate energetically the one will cling to the other one and so it's almost like there has to be yeah some kind of release yeah. so that mm -hmm. both parties can truly be free yeah so uh, yes, 
that happens a lot. A lot of times there's more than a clinging. <laughs> yeah. There's a hooking into the other, right? It actually can be much more insidious than a clinginess. It yes. can be actually a type of control because they want to possess the other person. They want to claim them. They want to have them for whatever reason, because they really, no, not for whatever reason, because they don't feel complete on their own. There's no re to, reason to possess or control anyone else. If you feel complete on your own, why would you need someone else? You're, if you're complete, you don't need anyone else. You're good. So that's a lot of times where control comes in. And yes, so there can be hooks, there can be clinginess, there could be um, what I call um, heart cord um, intertwining, where it's almost like these tendrils from the heart that come out and like um, intertwine with the other and you need to release that on the frequency level so that they can let go of you. So I mean, it's even can be from, you know, the person that you first shared your first kiss with, whatever, they can still be around. Or, um, and it doesn't, again, have to be an intimate partner. It doesn't have to be like a, yeah, it can be an just an emotional intimacy, yeah. your best friend, your yeah. whatever, your brother, your sister, whatever, it doesn't matter, but it can be that kind of relation, because it just has to do with intimacy of the heart. Yeah. It doesn't have to do yeah. necessarily with intimate partnership between lovers. Yeah, and so, with your gift and your talents, are you're in a position to help people in those situations? Yes, because ultimately it's about strengthening self. Yes, yeah. ultimately, all of this has to do with clearing all this stuff out, yeah. so that you yourself can feel complete. Yeah. And I keep using that because it's hard for me to, in words, describe what this is. But really, on a spirit level, it's almost like what I see is this like glowing, smooth sphere that's complete there are no holes it's completely glowing intact smooth self-sufficient yeah. right connected to pure source so it doesn't have any weird things trying to hook into it it doesn't try to hook anything else it's just yeah. radiating its magnificence on its own so that's what i mean so this process is about getting to that point can, can i throw out another sure. snare yeah so you know we're talking about these relationships and they may grow apart and you know whatever but what about the situation where let's say you've got a young couple maybe they've been married seven or eight years mm -hmm. and and one of the people passes mm -hmm. and so now you've got a situation where neither one of them wanted to you know i mean mm -hmm. they they really had this mm -hmm. amazing relationship mm -hmm. and now one has passed mm -hmm. And so this other person is just, it's just so brokenhearted and just... Yeah, so what you're talking about isn't actually... Uh, so uh, from my perspective, oftentimes what happens, you, you with your hands said one has passed. What happens is the person doesn't pass, they go into the other person. Yeah, okay, so the brokenheartedness comes from... So, Okay, so now we're going to talk about death, and we're going to talk about this more in another okay. episode. So okay. I'm not going to go too into it. Okay, but oftentimes what I'll say is that we are not educated very much about death in our culture because we're afraid of it. Okay, so we, we, we don't talk about it, and it's appropriate, it's not it's rude, and then we die, and then we freak out because we don't really know what we're supposed to do. We go, oh, yeah. oh here we are. Yeah. And so instead of crossing, because we all assume that when we die we cross into pure source, yeah. we don't. Most of us freak out because we don't know what to expect. And then we go into the body of someone we love, oftentimes, a or someone that feels familiar to us, like a child, or someone, a relative, because that frequency is very familiar to us. So we'll go into the body of a beloved, or something like this, right? So that, that attachment where they can never feel, where they feel like, oh, I can never find anyone who can replace this person. I'm brokenhearted. They'll never be as good as this person, is because literally, this person is in their body, 
in their body and part of their identity now is this other person. So until I remove the other person and cross them where they really want to go is back to pure source. So until I cross them into pure source, this person can't be free. The remaining, the survivor, can't be free. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean, I just want to make this very clear, that you love each other less, that you don't cherish each other, that you cherish the memory and it wasn't as precious because it still is. But what happens is it liberates both because yeah. this person, the one who's passed, can actually cross to pure source where they want to go because they have passed and this, and they can be free. The person who's surviving can then cherish the memory of that person and continue onwards because they're not having that person in their body. They're not yeah. still bound yeah. by that other person yeah. who doesn't really want to bind them, but it's just sort of happened. Well, I'll tell you what you just did, Karen. Oh. You have just created a tremendous desire from your clients to see that session on death ah, and, yes. and passing. Well, we and, will. <laughs> and, that, and that'll be fun to go deeper and mm -hmm. to talk further about that. So, yeah, totally. But uh, just kind of circling back mm -hmm. about, you know, feeling complete within ourselves mm -hmm. and just that golden opportunity to really, the project always starts right here, doesn't yep. it? It always comes back to self. Because yeah. it really, all this other stuff is, I, I probably will get into trouble for saying this, but this is all an illusion for you to learn from. It really is about here. It's about you, your connection to your source, end. So all of this is a tremendous playground for you to learn from. All these people, all these situations, I mean, it seems very real to us, but it's just learning. Not that I'm not belittling it because it's, a it's yeah. amazing. It's an amazing opportunity to learn and it's learning. So ultimately, this being willing to look at self, to know yourself, to accept yourself, to transcend the things that you feel are weak or dark within you, Mm. Ultimately, that will free you. Unless you're willing to look, you can't be free of it. Once you're free, then you're complete. And then you can, if you would desire to, you can end, you can be in relationship. And not just with an intimate partner, but with anyone, really. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. Well, you just set up another tremendous, you know, um, uh, just tremendous interest in. Illusions. Yeah. Well, and so we'll, that another we'll session. Another yeah, session. Here we go. Here we so, go. well, thank you very much for this, Karen. You're I very appreciate welcome. it. You're very welcome. Yeah. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on intimacy reimagined. 
So let's begin by taking three deep breaths together. And you're going to bring your focus, attention, awareness to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest, where the ribs meet in front of your body. So as you bring your attention and awareness to your solar plexus, let's begin by taking a deep breath for a count of four. And then holding your breath for a count of four. And whenever you get to your exhale, please exhale for a count of five. And then hold your exhaled breath or your avoided breath out for a count of five. And when you're ready for your second breath, you're going to please inhale for a count of five and then hold your inhaled breath for a count of five. And when you're ready, please exhale for a count of six. And hold your exhaled breath out for a count of six. And on your third breath, you're going to inhale as slowly as you can and hold your breath for as long as you can. And when you're ready, you're going to exhale as slowly as you can. And when you get to the bottom of your exhale, please hold out your exhaled breath or your voided breath for as long as you possibly can. And when you feel like you can't hold it out any longer, please hold it out for a second longer. And whenever you're complete with your three breaths, please bring your attention, awareness, focus to your xiphoid process, 
which is right at the base of your sternum. So it's that little fleshy point that when you press it, it's a little bit sore. That's your xiphoid process. Just waiting for the mastermind to gel. Awesome doing that. Please note, for those of you who are new, that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I'll be making noises on my end. So you will likely hear me exhale sharply. You'll likely hear me hum or even yawn, And even though I'm not tired. And that's just the way that I remove the distortion patterns or move the frequencies around. At least for now. There we go. All right. So now, as you focus on your xiphoid process, let's ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep within the center of your body. That becomes brighter. More expanded. even more radiant as you become even more aware of your connection only to pure source. And on my side, I'm working on the back end to increase your natural bandwidth, whatever level that you are at. Yep. Nice. So we're going to bring our attention awareness focus back to our solar plexus between our belly button and the base of our sternum. And the first distortion pattern 
that we're going to remove is that of, depending what subgroup you're in, dislike, loathing, or resistance to yourself in its entirety. Okay, so you're okay with parts of you, but not others. Especially for those of you who feel like you're very awakened. Sometimes as we go into the brilliance, we don't want to look into the places that are dark. Which ironically causes them to become more dark. All you have to do is breathe and become aware of your solar plexus, whether or not this makes sense to you. And as a note, for those of you who are new, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely you. If I say something that you really have a resistance to, it couldn't possibly be me. It's likely you. So I invite you to be open to that possibility. Good. And in that same place, actually, we're going to tighten the focus. You're going to move your attention just to your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. Just bring your focus, attention, awareness to that point. <clears throat> so this is the frequency distortion pattern of low self-worth or non-deserving. So you, this can often show up or it may show up for you as not all of you is worthy of being loved, of being accepted, of being seen by yourself, let alone by other. So if you have a tendency to try and hide parts of yourself or not show all of yourself, 
especially to someone who you're trying to impress. It's because of this pattern. Okay? So we're just going to remove this. Now please bring your attention, awareness, focus to your spine from the point which would be right behind your heart all the way up to your occiput, which is that bump on the back of your head. So the point right behind your heart all the way up to your occiput in your spine. Okay. All right, so this is the frequency distortion of defendedness. Okay. So, um, it's um, a level of uh, defendedness. Uh, like you'll only let people in to a certain degree, and then that's it. So you don't really trust others to come closer than a certain point with you. Okay, even if they are someone that you want to become intimate with, you can have polarizing or two yearnings at the same time.
so it's like you want to hold people at arm's length. Okay? Even if you appear in the world to be very warm and friendly, they only get to come in to a certain degree. And on the very opposite end of this spectrum, of this frequency, there is, um, how do I explain this? It's, there's no defendedness because there's no sense of self. So it's just a desire to merge into the other all the time because it makes you feel complete. So on one hand of this, on the one hand of this, um, frequency distortion is this defendedness and the other is a total lack of it the desire to merge into the other so whatever end of the spectrum you are on all you have to do is keep your attention awareness focus in that part of your spine and for the one where you want to merge the one's those of you who want to merge with the other, it's like you want to lose yourself in the other as if it will save you. Okay. So you can't really save another. You can only save yourself. Because we have something called free will and we don't have the right to take it from someone else which is a good thing because that means that we have power and authority over ourselves, which also means that we're accountable for where we are. No one else is doing it to us. So just breathing or bringing your focus to your spine between your heart, back of your heart and the occiput. Please bring your attention, focus, awareness to your upper ribs, your upper rib cage, wherever that is for you, is just fine. You can't get it wrong. Just becoming aware of that space as you breathe.
So this is the distortion pattern. And as I've been working here, as we've been keeping our focus here, of the fear of the loss of freedom. On the one hand. And then depending on the subgroup you're in, so this is the fear of loss of freedom. And the other is the desire to control another. So the desire to control their freedom so that we can feel safe and certain. So it kind of depends what subgroup you're in. It's the same frequency, just different ends of it, sort of. So... Whether or not this is comfortable for you to acknowledge, please keep your attention on your upper ribs. And we'll just remove the distortion. And as a note for those of you who feel the need to control others' freedom in order to feel certain and safe in intimate partnership, for the vast majority of you, this is a lineage pattern. Is that something you've inherited? So, just as a note. All right, now bring your attention, awareness, focus to, if you're a woman, your womb space, and if you're male, to your pelvic girdle. Okay. So this pattern has to do with, it's a different kind of defendedness. Okay, it's like a holding at bay. So it's holding people away from you. And it's because there is a distortion pattern that's resulted from either abuse, depending on the subgroup that you're in, or being controlled by another. And that could look like you always wanted to be with them, you were desperate to be with them, you uh, felt like you would die without them. That is a form of control, just to make that really clear. So, keep your attention here, releasing this so you can have some freedom, some more ease. And so you don't repeat the same patterns of who you choose to be in a relationship with. 
bringing your attention now, please, to your solar plexus. You need to work on your pain bodies a little bit. They're freaking out a bit. Keeping you nice and integrated. All the change on spirit level into the mental, emotional, physical plane. So for those of you who would like to go further, there are two deep dives that can help you. One on emotional intimacy and the other on intimate partnership. Both found on sphericalluminosity.com. For the rest of you, you can stay here for as long as you'd like. And I look forward to meeting you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.